first. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. According to a new warning from both the Dublin Cycling Campaign and Cyclist.ie, uh, both have expressed concern uh, about the vehicle, saying the rising number of e scooter and e bike related deaths is a reason for caution. Now, joining me is Kieran Cuff, Green Party MVP for Dublin. Kieran, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, we spoke about this issue uh, not too long ago on the programme, but a warning from people like yourself, people who use the bicycle, uh, that e-scooters are m- becoming more and more hazardous and more likely to lead to accident and perhaps fatality. Well, actually, I think e-scooters are getting safer uh, because I think the design specification is improving. Uh, but I certainly wouldn't recommend giving your children e-scooters for Christmas. Uh, I think like any uh, like any vehicle, they have to be used carefully and appropriately uh, and they have to be built to the they have to be constructed to the right standard. Uh, but look, over the years, we've seen a lot of tragic um, um, crashes on our roads around Christmas and quite often involving uh, young people, uh, children uh, and Christmas presents they've been given by their parents. The kind of the small um uh, motorbikes uh, featured prominently over the last 10 years and there's been several fatalities in or around Christmas Day. Um, so we have to be careful and actually when it comes to e-scooters I, I think if you're under the age of 16 you shouldn't be using one on a public road. Um, I think we need the right rules and regulations around them. So where, do you, where my, do you use them if you're not using them on the public road? I mean, are you... Well, I, essentially, I, I, I think uh, people, children under the age of 16 should not be, should not be using... I mean, you uh, see some hairy lads who are under 16 uh, zapping around on these e-scooters and they don't regard themselves as children. Uh, well, and, and that's part of the problem. I mean, currently they are actually not authorised on Irish roads. They will be soon, uh, but I suspect that the regulations will be very clear uh, on safety standards on simple things like the wheel size, Pat, because uh, I would recommend that the wheels on these scooters be at least um, over 30 centimetres wide because these very small wheels go into even a small bump in the road and and the rider is is flung off them. Um, And they can be dangerous like any vehicle. Uh, I mean, this year we've seen seen a significant increase in fatalities on Irish roads. Now, the vast bulk of them uh, uh, were people in cars and um, uh, the drivers and passengers and indeed cyclists and pedestrians who were impacted by that. But I, I think the broader issue is, look, scooters are going to be part of the transport mix. Mm-hmm. They certainly already are. Uh, and I think we need to regulate for quality safety standards. Yeah. How do you but police the regulations? You put one under I mean, the tree. Kieran, you know, the, the speed limit for these uh, scooters, if they're above this, they have to be taxed, insured and all the rest of it registered uh, as proper vehicles if they can go over 25 kilometres an hour. That's the intended regulation. I was looking online uh, and these bikes are available, bikes, these scooters are available in Ireland. The Dualtron X capable of 112 kilometres per hour. The Dualtron Storm, 109 kilometres an hour. The V-Set uh, Super, uh, 105 kilometres an hour. The Emotion, 6.3 miles per hour or 102 kilometres per hour. The Dualtron Thunder, 97 kilometres per hour. Uh, and it goes on. Um, these, are, these are not Absolutely. toys. And No, they are not. And this is madness. And it really it cannot... Uh, these should not be uh, should not be sold. The European Transport Safety Council said that the speed of these vehicles should be 20 kilometres maximum. 
uh, and whether it be 20 or 25, we absolutely need to ensure that they're not hurtling along uh, at motorway speeds. We really do. How do you do that? Well, I think you see, you we're by, great at making laws and regulations and we're lousy at enforcing them. I, I think you need both regulation and enforcement. Uh, and I think it's a combination, a combination of measures, regulation from the Department of Transport and indeed here from Brussels, where I am, uh, we need to regulate for this. I want to see proposals from the European Commission. But then you need the enforcement. And I think the Gardaí are great at enforcing the higher speed limits on Irish roads. But I would like to see them put more effort into safeguarding the lower speed limits on residential streets. And I think in combination with the Road Safety Authority, they need to double down on efforts to ensure that lower speed limits are respected uh, as well as higher speed limits. And to be honest, they're not being respected. Yeah. I mean, but the survey... Explain to me, Kieran, how do you do it? I mean, I, I see them all the time. They're, they're whizzing past me sometimes, uh, the scooters. Um, what's a Garda to do? I mean, well, I, if I he's to try and chase me. a scooter, even if he has a car, scooter nips in through an alleyway, car can't go, scooter gone, no identification on it. How is that Garda supposed to police e-scooters? Well, the guards have a, have a lot of different vehicles available. Them, They have motorbikes, they have bikes. Uh, and I don't think it is beyond their capabilities to catch up uh, with offenders. Uh, but when they do catch up with them, I think there has to be uh, a fine that sticks. And uh, I'm not convinced that we're doing enough on that at the moment. But Pat, I think for all road safety offences, whether it be a cyclist or a motorist breaking a red light, or whether it be a a scooter going uh, far too fast, we need to change the culture. And that's what I find interesting. If you look at somewhere like Sweden, there is a safety culture there. Uh, I remember years ago uh, renting a car in Sweden uh, with a Swedish friend, and she said, Kieran, you're, you're about to go over the speed limit. And you'd never hear somebody in Ireland say that to, to the driver. You're about to go over the speed limit. But it's just a culture that is there in, in every part of, 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 of Swedish society. Uh, and as a result, there, the, the amount of accidents, injuries and deaths on their roads are way, way lower than almost every European country. So I think it has to come from uh, the Road Safety Authority. It has to come from the guards. It has to come from government. And it has to come from ourselves as well, Pat. Now, um, some of the text coming in. Uh, why is the Green Party against compulsory helmets for all cycles and e-scooters? Pat, I, I think we have to measure uh, risk uh, against um, the impact that it has. Mm. And if you look at one of the few countries that brought in mandatory uh, helmet laws um, in, in Australia, the amount of cycling use went down dramatically. And if you go to countries where cycling is part of the culture, if you go to the Netherlands, and I was in Delft a couple of years ago, and I counted 100 cyclists, I think two of them were wearing helmets. And they were the mammals. They were the fellas in Lycra going out for a very fast um, lash around country roads. I think really we have to engineer our towns and villages and cities to make it safer for the more vulnerable road user, yeah, whether but, they be but if a you child fall, walking to school you, or, or a cyclist. Yeah, but if you fall and, off and yet, a bike and hit your head off the curb, even if it's your own fault or perhaps it's road design, a pothole or whatever, you can do yourself serious harm. 
if, if that happens. Why is there such a, an attitude? How dare you interfere with our freedoms not to wear a helmet? You know, there are so many constraints on other people as to how they behave in traffic. I I think walking and cycling are normal behaviours. I don't think you have to be trussed up in yellow with flashing lights on your head, helmets, knee pads, all of these accoutrements. I think you should just dress normally and live normally. And I don't think cycling is that uh, crazy uh, a kind of a pursuit that you need to have swathe yourself up in safety gear. Uh, And I think that's what the Dutch do. That's what the Danes do. They make it normal. They don't focus on high-vis to the detriment of everything else. They focus on a safety culture of a... Yeah, but don't they engineer the safety into their roads? And that's they do, the and I think that, that's, Segre- where, that's where Irish local authorities need to do more. Uh, I, I, segregation on the higher speed roads, but on the lower speed roads, they ensure that they don't have wide race tracks. I mean, the example that always comes to mind for me is the stretch around um, around Parnell Square in Dublin. Once you go past the rotunda, the road opens up and it's like Mondello Park. People are doing uh, breaking the speed limit by the time they get to uh, up by the Hugh Lane Gallery. Why? Because the roads are very wide. We need to retrofit, re-engineer our roads to bring this safety culture into our towns and cities. And in a sense, a lot of our engineers need to go back to school because what they were taught in college 20, 30, 40 years ago was that wide roads are safer. We know that in an urban area, they're not. Uh, and we need to invest. And in fairness to Eamon Ryan, he is putting a huge amount of money. He's making this available to local authorities to retrofit okay. and improve our roads. Now, you mentioned that e-scooters and e-bikes are part of the mix. Um, uh, what's up here? E-scooters and e-bikes should not be allowed on normal cycle lanes, along with push bikes where human energy is going in. And this is what we're told is good for us. It's actually doing the work ourselves rather than getting batteries to do it. Uh, these e-scooters and e-bikes in the cycle lanes are a menace because of their speed. What say you? I, I think they're a menace when they go too fast, Pat. Uh, and I think if we can ensure that the speeds are restricted either to 25 or to 20 kilometres per hour, they don't represent a, a massive threat to uh, ordinary mm. cyclists. OK, like another one. How do you identify who's on a scooter when you stop them on the road? You know, we have, have a mindset here where you don't carry a, an identification card, which you do all over Europe. Um, here you don't. You don't have to show your ID to anyone unless you're in a motor vehicle. But if you're yeah, on, a, uh, on a push bike and you do some harm to somebody, there's no way of knowing who it is. I mean, a cyclist comes along and scrapes the side of your car with their pedals because they're squeezing through a gap. Um, you've no way of knowing who they are, even though they've done damage. I think you could say the same about a pedestrian. Um, uh, and I think you have to be careful that you don't bring the nanny state to... to a level where everybody is routinely put against a wall and asked for their ID papers. I actually think in Ireland it's quite a nice aspect of our culture that that we don't. That you can tell a guard to, to sod off, and the guard has no I way know, of identifying I mean, the guard you. The guard has the right to ask you for your name and address, but I mean, here in Belgium, where I but am, but you today, just lie. You just lie. I, well, my name well, is Kieran Olcott. You from... might, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, anyone look, I can hear lie. What you're anyone saying. can lie. I hear what you're saying. Uh, but the, there's m- a culture over, over here in, in, in Belgium of you have to have your ID on you at all times uh, and you can be clamped in a cell if you're not. And I don't think we want that culture in Ireland. I think we want more respect for the law. Uh, I think on our roads, 
uh, we have to foster a mm. culture of respect between all road users. And I think no one group uh, of people are above the law or are in full compliance with the law. Uh, and whether mm. it be cyclists, motorists, truck drivers or uh, pedestrians, I think we all have to respect each other. To be honest, one of the big rows I'm having in Europe at the moment is uh, a plan to increase the length and the weight of lorries, which uh, could also be a real threat sure. to road safety on our roads. Um, but some, some more of the text coming in. I recently saw a man riding an e-scooter on the hard shoulder of the M50. No helmet. It was absolutely crazy. Another one. Uh, you can regulate all you like, but without enforcement, it's a joke. More and more accidents are going to happen. It's already started. Wait for the lawsuits. That's uh, from Chris. Might be better for Kieran Cuff to concentrate on the 50% of bikes that break the traffic lights in my area. Monday afternoon, 5 o'clock, eastbound on the M7 at Browns Barn. An e-scooter came onto the motorway into oncoming traffic. One red light and the operator dressed entirely in black alerted the operator, but no attention paid. Tried the local guards. There was absolutely no answer. Uh, More questions about how do you identify who's on an e-scooter and so on and so forth. So we're going to have regulation where it's going to be very difficult to enforce. Who are you? Don't, won't tell you guard. Um, Show me some ID. Won't show you guard. I don't have to. You know, what is going to happen? Are they going to have little radar guns on the side of the pavement to check who's doing over 25 kph on these? Are they going to measure the size of the wheels? Um, are we, are we I, actually scooting into chaos? I, I don't think we are. I, I think regulation is part and parcel of our, our daily lives. And whether it be the emissions coming from a vehicle uh, or the speed that they're travelling at, I, I think we do need to enforce that. And I, I think it's a regular part of what the guards need to do. I'd like to see a separate traffic policing uh, that would have responsibility for this and who would also patrol public transport vehicles. But, you know, in a sense, this is another story, and I'm sure there's arguments for and against. But in many parts of Europe, there is a dedicated traffic corps who really focus on road safety uh, and improving um, uh, uh, the compliance culture uh, and the mood around right. these things. All right, Kieran. Look, thank you very much for taking our call. That's Kieran Cuff, uh, Green Emmy. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. on News Talk.